0: Welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show and welcome to the first episode of our year ending Mobile Growth Crystal Ball series to round out the year 2021. We are thrilled to share with you forecasts and predictions for the year 2022 from some of the smartest folks in the mobile marketing space. This is a multi part series, and today's is the first episode. We are excited to welcome Danica Wilkinson product marketer at Social Point, Andy Carvel, co-founder at Feature, and John Kretzier, analyst and journalist at Forbes. In this episode, Danica Wilkinson talks about how creative automation will proliferate, and she talks about the place for human insight in this new landscape. Andy Carvel holds the magnifying glass to the components of subscription optimization that will emerge, and John Kretzier, Predicts a blow up on iOS due to fingerprinting gray areas. Let's get right in. Danica Wilkinson has worked primarily on creative strategy and is responsible for the overall high level marketing strategy at one of Social Point's games. Danica's predictions highlight the evolution of creative strategy during 2022. We are already witnessing the emergence of a number of tools that enhance creative processes. Can these tools automate and execute creative briefs going forward? And if they do, where is the place for human insight in all of this? Let's listen to what Danica thinks.
1: Hi, my name is Danica Wilkinson and I'm a product marketer at Social Point, a mobile gaming company based out of Barcelona. My main predictions for 2022 are really creative focused. I believe that in 2022, we will see a strong emergence of tools that have the aim of systematizing and automating creative wins in mobile marketing. I think a lot of these tools will be, or will at least claim to be AI driven in the sense that they can read and analyze marketing assets, break them down into different components or building blocks. Tag these components and then link them back to patterns in performance, and then automate briefing or even automated production and testing. And when I say components, I mean things like the visual treatment of the creatives, its intro and outro, length, format, the gameplay it shows, and other additions like using real or cartoon hands, devices, wins or fails, etc. I will also say that I believe a lot of these tools won't be successful because they will underestimate the importance of human beings in the creative process. At the end of the day, our audience are human and the way that they perceive and react to our creatives cannot totally be replicated by artificial intelligence. I believe that while we can use more advanced tools to tag, analyze and automate creative production, the emphasis when it comes to brainstorming and ideation still has to be very much human driven. I also believe that as a result, in 2022, we will see the emergence of user acquisition specialists who are more creative minded and artists or creative directors who are more data driven. We will start to see more hybrid performance creative marketers becoming key to the success of games, especially in the face of privacy changes on both OSs, giving us less and less levers to play with in the way of specific user level targeting.
0: That's right. It often takes human insight to take creators from good to outstanding. While automation can still pattern match, it often takes intuition and insight to truly ideate and create. In the next section, we have Andy Carver. Andy is the co-founder of the growth consulting firm Feature. Before founding Feature, Andy led the retention team at SoundCloud, where he helped drive some massive experimentation-driven growth. He's also known for his mobile growth stack, a framework that was built on a 15-year career developing mobile products. Andy talks about subscriptions and how the next year is going to be big on optimizing the various components of the growth stack of subscription apps. over to Andy.
2: Hi, I'm Andy Carvel, co-founder and partner at Feature. We're a mobile growth consultancy based in Berlin and New York. We believe that 2022 is going to be the year of subscription optimization. Here's why. Subscription optimization is going to become super important because there's a massive competition for the same share of wallet. Users are not going to have 10, 20 subscriptions. You're going to be competing with pretty much every other app in the store that's also trying to do subscriptions. You're going to be trying to sell, basically become one of those few subscriptions which your users are holding. Right? That means increased competition to acquire users, but also to retain them. Users are going to f- change subscriptions more often as well. We're already seeing that trend. So let's talk about subscriber acquisition. It's already about having a really strong and clear value prop. What are the benefits, what's the value to the user of not only downloading your app, but then also subscribing? You want to be already pushing the benefits of subscription in your adverts, Really nailing that, hammering it home in your App Store listing, and your App Store presence. Definitely delivering on that in your onboarding experience and reinforcing those. Definitely in your paywall where you really want to then optimize for conversion based on this value prop. And then of course you need to deliver on that value prop, not just in the first month, but ongoing. We'll come to subscriber uh, retention in a bit. Okay, another big prediction for 22 is that signal testing is going to become even more important. Identifying users who have a propensity to become subscribers before they do so. So using predictive modeling to identify signals that indicate that a user is going to purchase. Because you want to be able to optimize your ad spend and get a signal back to the the ad platforms quickly so that you can optimize for events which might not be a conversion or a conversion to trial or a conversion to purchase, but something earlier in the funnel and use machine learning to refine that model over time based on the actual results that you see. Okay, once the user's acquired, you need to convert them to subs or a trial. Trial, not necessarily the way to go. We're seeing more apps actually going straight to getting users to pay right off the bat. In either case, you're gonna need to do paywall optimization. We do see a lot of apps now doing paywall optimization, but actually still quite a few that are not optimizing or testing new paywalls or, or different versions of their paywalls. Adjacent to the idea of paywall optimization is the concept of price testing. So figuring out what users will pay, maybe doing dynamic pricing, so not offering the same price to all users, but figuring out segments that will pay more or less and optimizing your overall LTV based on this. Once a user is subscribed, you need to retain them. In 22, we're gonna see more emphasis on subscriber retention for sure. As people kind of max out their conversion rate on the paywall optimization, the, the challenge then becomes to retain the users. Keep providing extra value for them. So that could be new content, for example, recommendations. A lot of that could be delivered through CRM, things like push notifications, in-app messages, email marketing, but can also be exposed within your UX. You know, it's all about helping your subscribers to keep coming and seeing value of their subscription. Back to predictions again and predictive modeling. Predictive churn, or churn prediction rather, and you know, predicting payment failures becomes super important much easier to interact and intervene before something becomes a problem than after a user churns. If a user does churn, um, a subscriber churns, then you want to really get that user back. It's a high-value user, and you want to do everything you can, even if you need to like deep discount in order to bring them back with a special offer. You might also want to do retargeting, which is still available, still possible in, in, in some places, particularly Android right now, it's still possible. You could also use email retargeting, for example, or other channels to, to reach out to that user and to try to bring them back. You know, if they were paying once, maybe they'll pay again. Yeah, and finally, there's a bunch of tech and tools which are gonna support. Another prediction is that even more of these tools and platforms will spring up in 22. It's a hot space. We see folks like Revenue Purchase Purchase.ly, Conversion, Superwall, you know, to name just four. There's, there's other platforms springing up almost every week, offering help with things like accounting and analytics, paywall testing. And on the predictive modeling side, like we don't see yet these kind of new subs platforms offering a lot on the predictive modeling side, but there are other platforms out there that can help you with those. If you need to buy it. you could also build them yourselves with your data science team. That's it. That's my predictions for 2022, the year of subscription optimization.
0: Indeed. As the competition for subscription apps heats up, it's going to be ever more critical to understand and capitalize on the components of how these apps can be optimized. To take a detour from growth marketing processes and strategies, we have John Kurtz here to fill us in on the broader landscape around Apple's privacy policy changes. John is an analyst and journalist at Forbes among other uh, other publications, and he has seen up close the changes in the mobile ad tech ecosystem over the many years that have led us to this point. Ever since the new updates came about, we have faced many challenges in terms of tracking on iOS. And through all of this, what has remained a gray area has been around fingerprinting. Has Apple really kept its word and stuck to its decision? What might some of the ramifications of this gray area be? Let's hear it from John.
3: My prediction for mobile marketing and advertising in 2022 is that we will see a major scandal, news story, or incident on iOS due to Apple's failure to properly police and enforce its no fingerprinting rule. So we know that in 2021, ATT iOS 14.5 came in, no tracking without permission, and that was very explicitly including no fingerprinting. However, basically everybody continued to use it and... Apple not only turned a blind eye to it, Apple is kind of in backdoor conversations saying, hey, that's fine, that's okay, we're not too worried about it, especially if only aggregated probabilistic information comes out. So in other words, ATT app tracking transparency is kind of a symbolic thing. And we know this is only possible on 25, 35% of the mobile advertising supply. We know you can't get the data that you want for fingerprinting from Facebook or Google or some of the sands that sort of thing. But you can get it elsewhere and you can get it on a lot of devices because everybody goes all over the place. So we're in the realm of differential privacy. We're in the realm of aggregation. But who is to say how differential that privacy is, who's to say how aggregated that privacy is, how aggregated those device IDs or those fingerprints are going to be. I think we're going to see this blow up sometime in 2022,
0: and that is my prediction. Thank you, John, and thank you, Andy and Danica. The predictions are out. Make your notes, start your planning, and prep your teams for what's looming over us in the year 2022. Thank you again to our first guests for sharing their predictions with us in the first episode of the Mobile Growth Crystal Ball 2022. Stay tuned for our subsequent editions of the Mobile Growth Crystal Ball 2022, coming soon, later this week. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're having a great holiday season, lead up to Christmas, and if you're listening during or after Christmas, I hope you're having a great time.